Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading! Hello and welcome to the Fun Kids Bookworms podcast. My name is Bex and I love books and hopefully you do too. Today we have got a big name author for you, someone I've been trying to chat to for ages and the author of a brand new book called The Wonder Brothers. It's Frank Cottrell Boyce. So I'm joined right now by author Frank Cottrell Boyce. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very good. How are you? I'm good. I, I feel like it's been a long time to pin you down because every now and again someone says, would you like to speak to Frank Cottrell Boyce? And I say, yes, please. And it hasn't happened so far. Oh, really? Yeah. But now we've made it. Yeah, it's great. here we are. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I am so good. I've just read your new book, The Wonder Brothers, and I loved it, man. It's so, so much fun. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, it should be fun. It's set in Blackpool. That's the capital of capital city of fun. The capital of fun. Well, I mean, also, let's face it, you, you put a lot of it in Las Vegas. And I wondered, did you do that so you could go to Las Vegas yourself and, and pretend it was like a kind of research? I didn't, though, because I mean, normally do quite a lot of research. And the book sort of took itself off to Las Vegas. Halfway through, <laughs> and it's like... I don't know anything about Las Vegas. Why are we going here? So it felt a bit like the kids in the story who've basically gone to Las Vegas by mistake. I love that. Yeah. So have you, have you never been there yourself? Did you not go yourself? No, never been. Never been. I just had to watch lots of, um, you, there's a lot of, it seems like quite a tough place. So there's like a lot of YouTube videos about how to survive Las Vegas. And it does seem like quite a hostile environment if you're a child. So that's obviously great if you write a children's book. Hey, it works really well because I I have been to Las Vegas and I was like, I recognise these things and these themes and these oh, places. Really? I genuinely thought you'd been there. Oh, that's good that you think that. That's great. I have to say, Stephen Lenton, who did all the wonderful drawings, he's been. And I think some of those drawings are happy memories of his. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, we have to give a shout out to Stephen Lenton, who is um, a big friend of Fun Kids. And also, yeah, his illustrations are incredible for this book, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, Stephen's always brilliant, but these spreads in this are so uh, magical, you know, and full of light. You know, Las Vegas is mm. all, Las Vegas and Blackpool, they're all about light, aren't they? They've all, they've all got these amazing kind of flashing lights and stuff. And he's really caught that excitement of neon. He really has. And yeah, we've mentioned Las Vegas, but we've got to give big shout outs here to Blackpool because Blackpool is almost like a character in the story itself, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially the tower, which of course disappears. (laughs) Well, this is the thing, yeah. And I I think, you know, one of the things I love about writing children's fiction is sort of pointing to the things that exist that are already wonderful. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like there's, there's, a, there's room for kind of inventing dragons and hippogriffs and stuff like that. There's also room to say, actually, these things that really exist are amazing. And I think Blackpool Tower is one of those things that people forgot is incredible. It's an incredible thing. It's got a circus at the bottom. It's got the, the top floor is glass. So you can walk over the glass floor and look straight down at the street 500 feet below, which is absolutely terrifying and completely thrilling at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't been to Black Hole for a few years, actually, and I didn't know that was a thing. And of course, obviously, that's mentioned in the book as well. And well, we should tell, tell the listeners, the, the tower goes missing, right? That's the whole big thing in the book. The tower vanishes in much the way that um, 
the Statue of Liberty vanished in... David Copperfield did this famous trick where he vanished the Statue of Liberty and Blackpool Tower is actually bigger than the Statue of Liberty. So a famous magician vanishes Blackpool Tower at the beginning and then forgets to bring it back. So it's left to our heroes to go and get it back. Yeah, we've got three cousins here who are having the time of their lives, let's face it. You've got Middy, Nathan and Brody, and they they need to, well, first of all, they love magic themselves. They've got a vested interest in that, would you say? Yeah, they've got they, they've got a magic act. And you've said those three cousins, but you've missed out the rabbit. There is a great rabbit. Of course, of course. <laughs> they've got a showbiz rabbit who, you know, is the kind of rabbit you're supposed to pull out of a hat, but it's really addicted to showbiz. And it's a little too big to fit in the hats. So I'm very proud of this rabbit who's called Queenie. <laughs> I just love, I love the phrase showbiz rabbit. It just makes me laugh. Yeah, she's, I think she's a rescue rabbit, but she's obviously been rescued from a magician at some point in the past. Now, I am, I'm quite a big magic fan. I get quite, I'm, I'm really into it. I can't do it at all. Are you quite a big magic fan as well? Or did you have to really research this? I love my, I mean, I love magic for sort of what we were talking about before, that it sort of makes everybody into a child again because it's one it's it's wonder mm-hmm. you know so for this i did have well two things one this sort of started when my mum my was very ill and we threw a big birthday party for her and a magician came and just watched all the kind of problems in her life disappear when he did these magic tricks <laughs> that's just a beautiful thing that it makes you into a child again yeah i'm rubbish at it i've got no dexterity at all but i have been having lessons all the time i was writing the book because i think you should know oh. how things work you can probably tell when I'm reading it, it's full of magic vocabulary, like flourishes and stuff like that. So I've got, I've learned a couple of tricks. They're only card tricks, but um, yeah, I'm quite keen to do them. Well, I was wondering, can you do the pencil nose trick that they do in the I book? I can sort of do that. That's my grandson, Patrick, who did, he does that brilliantly. And it's described in the book as like, you know, makes really horrible noise when it goes up his nose and a horrible noise <laughs> when it comes down. Um, that's a fantastic, that's a really simple trick and it's really brilliant. There's room for doing tricks with tigers and fire, but there's also room for doing tricks by picking up a pen off the table or a spoon and doing something extraordinary with it and waking up the wondering ordinary things. Honestly, I'm a big believer in that. Uh, when I was little, my parents would hire a magician for my birthday every year. And every every year, the same trick would get me. And they'd, they'd he'd give me a wand. And it was just a trick wand. So whenever I held it, it would just droop and fall apart. And every year I cried because I was like, I don't understand how it works. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but it, it is amazing. Yeah, that, and people do have that. I did a magic trick in, in a school yesterday. And I was really pleased. It went really, really well. But the girl who was like, who'd come up to volunteer to do the trick, she was just, she just went, this is really creeping me out. I don't know how this is happening. And you forget that it can be a bit unnerving. It is, but I think there is something in you as well that you want to figure it out. It's the mystery of it as yes. well, right? Yes. Yes. That's a cha- there's a challenge, isn't there? That's, that's why it's like a yeah. good story. You know, a good magic trick. You kind of know what the ending's going to be. But the magician has to give you the ending that you know, you know, he is going to find your card. He has to find it in a way that makes you jump or is a surprise. So it's got to satisfy you, but it's got to surprise you as well. So it is just like a story. And like a good story, you'll try and figure out how that works. Well, it sounds like this story was surprising to you as well, if you didn't think you'd end up in Las Vegas, but then you did. No, 100%. I I mean, I love that. I think, you know, every story should be surprising. So the first person that's got a surprise is the writer. And I have to say, I was blinking surprise to be in Las Vegas. (laughs) These great big buckets of soda and horrible food. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Honestly, when when I was reading the book, I was like, yeah, I recognise all of these things. When my characters get to Las Vegas, is there any part in particular that you really enjoyed writing about when they were on their adventures? Well, Las Vegas itself continued to surprise me. The last thing I thought I'd be (laughs) writing about in Las Vegas was nuns. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> they ended up in a convent <laughs> in Las Vegas with nuns who were very kind of Las Vegas aware. They're kind of like these nuns who are quite, they know what a magic act is and what it should be. And they end up getting disguised as nuns. It's just like, I don't know how any of that happened. <laughs> I've, I love this idea that the story just takes over you and you're like, I'll just see what my characters do. And if that's what happens, let's just go with it. Yeah. I, well, yeah, like I said, it should surprise you, shouldn't it? And it's a journey. It's like, you know, it's a journey, isn't it? Now, have you have you been to Blackpool recently? Do you reckon you yourself could magic away the tower? Couldn't magic away the tower. Who would want to magic away the tower? That tower is so wonderful. It, it is an incredible place. Like I say, I haven't been in for a little while. And the book itself is, you've got all these lovely characters. You've got Nathan and Middy and you've got Brody. Do you think you'd bring them back for another book for more magical adventures? Because they feel like they could go further afield, yeah, right? They do, don't they? And I, I'm already writing my next book and they're not in it. And I am sort of missing them. So I might, right. might end up importing them. I'm missing Queenie the Rabbit. I mean, how can you not? She's a showbiz rabbit. She's a showbiz rabbit with a big old hat. <laughs> um, now, with every author who comes to Fun Kids, uh, I do a little quick fire round of questions, if that's okay, just to uh, get a feel for you as an author, if that's all right. Yeah, groovy. Tell me your thoughts. Books or Kindles? Oh, physical books. Physical. Okay, yeah, good. Straight, straight away. I, I mean, I love my Kindle. If I'm going on holiday, I love the Kindle because I've got a whole library. But sitting down at night to read, I, I want a book. I also want the smell of a book, to be honest. Yeah. That's what I love the most. It's a fresh book. To, you know, put, leave things in it. <laughs> Just little notes for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, heroes or villains? Oh, heroes. Definitely. Because anyone can do a villain. Villains are all the same. Heroes are all different. Okay. Now, you know, you're the first person to say that. I like that answer. Yeah. Um, film adaptation or TV adaptation? Oh, interesting. That's a good question. <laughs> Thank you. Do you know, I'm going to surprise myself because I love movies, but I'm going to say TV because there's something about everybody sitting down together to watch something. For, for me, like a TV adaptation of a classic novel is you all sit down together to watch it and it goes on for a few weeks and I love that. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, okay. Um, this one is only for you. Paul Daniels or David Copperfield? Oh, David Copperfield. Well, no. <laughs> oh, these, are, these are really challenging questions. Yeah, go go, Paul Daniels. He doesn't have the glamour of David Copperfield, but he's got all that kind of learning and dexterity and he did amazing things. I've got, not, not in a bad way, but I feel like he's more Blackpool, isn't he? He's like a yeah. great, yeah, magician yeah. for that. Yeah. Beginnings or endings? <gasps> <laughs> endings, because that's the magic, isn't it? The end, in, in magic, it's the ending is everything in magic. Oh, you're keeping it on brand. I like this. Um, writing or reading? Oh, they're both the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening until I've written it anyway. Um, okay. No, we'll go for, yeah, I love reading. I love reading. I love that kind of, I love, when you when I'm reading a really good book, I'm sort of back to being a kid again and it's all very relaxing. I love being hooked by a book. Yeah, there's nothing like it. Um, Hogwarts or Narnia? Oh, Narnia. Narnia, straight away. That's not a negative thing about Hogwarts. It's just that Narnia's got more fresh air. It's this, if something, sometimes it's just something that hooked you in at a certain time and yeah, you, yeah. that'll stick with you, won't it? Yeah. Laptop or write by hand? Oh, I write by hand. Do you? Yeah, because it feels less like work. Oh, right. Wow. Okay. Even though, it, does it not get like hand cramp? No, it's lovely. It's, oh. it's got that tactility that, you know, of a pen and nice paper. And I only started doing it about three or four years ago, but I... I love it. It stops me rewriting because there's, there's time to rewrite and there's time to write. So if you're writing it by hand, it keeps you going forward. Okay. And you can rewrite it when you've, when you've transferred it to your computer. But um, 
yeah, write it by hand and then you can doodle and cross things out and it's great. Oh, I love that. Okay. Um, do you write nine to five or just whenever you fancy? No, write every day. It's not whenever I fancy. Nine to five is a stretch, I have to say. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have busy, busy days, but I try, you know, I, write, I do write for some hours every day. Uh, Paddington Bear or Winnie the Pooh? <gasps> love that gasp gosh well I've written bits for Paddington I was on the team that wrote Paddington Meets the Queen uh-huh but I'm still gonna say Winnie the Pooh yeah I'm gonna say Winnie the Pooh <gasps> wow okay okay that's not the answer I expected but I'm, I'm here for the thrill libraries or bookshops oh libraries libraries yeah no question okay writing tv scripts or writing books oh writing books it's much much harder to write a book but you're writing something that's going to really mean something to somebody. Yeah, writing books. And finally, the last one is the most important one. So no pressure on this, but this is the big one. And I will judge you for this. Salt and vinegar or cheese and onion? Oh, salt and vinegar. Yes! Who, who the hell would ever answer the other way around? Right? No, salt and vinegar, salt, cheese and onion, not, not even in the ballpark. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't Look, Frank, that's, that's the answer I wanted. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But you could you you know you could say anything for any other answer and I'd be fine with it. But if you say cheese and onion, I would have had to end this interview immediately. That's like asking, what do you prefer, relaxing by the sea in the sunshine beneath a palm tree, or being hounded by rabid dogs through a post-apocalyptic <laughs> landscape? <laughs> Next author I interviewed, that'll be the question I ask them. Just to double check. <laughs> I'll add that to my list of quick fire questions. Well, thank you for answering that correctly. Um, that is that is the right answer, the salt and vinegar answer. And I'm glad that we're on the same page with that. And thank you for telling us all about the Wonder Brothers as well. I believe it's out right now and everybody can go grab a copy. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It actually comes out technically on the 20th, but your bookshop's got it hidden away somewhere so you can ask. <laughs> yeah, go and, go, and, go and see if you can uh, get a little copy early. Um, brilliant. Well, Frank, thank you so much for chatting to us all about it. Um, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you very, very much. I had a really great time. Oh my goodness, I love that book so much. You know what? I have made it my Fun Kids Book of the Month for July. Well done to Frank Cottrell-Boyce and Stephen Lenton, the illustrator, for being so brilliant. And thank you so much for giving us The Wonder Brothers. Now, before I go, I've got to recommend another brilliant book for you. It's Swapna Haddo's newest Dave Pigeon book. It came out earlier this month and it's all about kittens. It's the fifth book in the series and it follows Dave and Skipper as they face a multiplying mean cat. More problems for pigeons with more cats around, but will they be up for the challenge? You've got to check it out. Uh, if you want to find out more about some brilliant books and amazing authors, make sure you check out the rest of the Fun Kids Bookworms podcast. We've made loads of them and all of your favourite authors have probably been included. In the meantime, don't forget to like, subscribe and follow wherever it is you get your pods from. I'll see you soon. Bye. Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading!